Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Ready to go on this Monday. My brackets aren't. But I don't think anybody's brackets are doing that well. Although I'm looking at the Celebrity Bracket Challenge. We had over 10,000 people who entered. The first place bracket belongs to a person who is not affiliated with basketball in any way, shape, or form. He is a frequent guest on the show. Anybody want to take a guess who is first with the celebrities? Yes, Todd. John Smoltz. John Smoltz, oh. no, but he does love Michigan State. Seton O'Connor. Well, following along this weekend, Sandman was dominating. Sandman is in second place. Ooh. Bracket challenge. John Smoltz in third. And, of course, you would think that Peter King would be number one with the celebrity bracket challenge. Obviously. Yes, obviously. Todd Fritz is tied for fourth with John Daly, Connor McDavid, Nichelle Turner, Troy Aikman and Ross Tucker. Yeah, Paul. Peter King, when we last time on the show, last had him on the show, he said this: "I don't watch one second of college basketball. I haven't watched one second, but I want to be in the contest." The uh, bottom three right now: Rebecca Lowe is uh, has the worst bracket. Dang. Then uh, Darius Rucker, and then Josh Dumel. Josh Dumel's still winning in life, and so is Darius, and so <laughs> is Rebecca Lowe. But that's the Celebrity Bracket Challenge. By the way, the odds to win March Madness, according to DraftKings this morning, Alabama, then Houston, Connecticut, UCLA, Creighton, and then Texas. As we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. And you start to look around, and normally when you fill out your brackets, you'll fill out your brackets because you know that coach 
or that school has a tradition of doing well, only four former champions remain in the tournament. UCLA, Connecticut, Arkansas, and Michigan State. The last time the Sweet 16 contained four or fewer former champs, you have to go back to 1999, that's when you had Ohio State, Duke, Michigan State, and Kentucky. Woo! Ow! Start of the day! Start of the day! Start of the day! Start of the day! This is the start of the day! 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle, at dpshow. We go into March Madness, and we're looking to see which team is playing the best, who's going to be the number one seeds, but we're always looking for the Cinderella story. And this year hasn't disappointed. You go into next Thursday and Friday for Sweet 16, and there's a unique blend in here. Connecticut and Michigan State have both won the title before. The uh, two teams coming in as a four and a seven seed. Then there's the Princeton Tigers. Their head coach will join us coming up a little bit later on. The 15th seeded uh, Princeton Tigers, Mitch Henderson, will join us. And, uh, you know, you, you get a couple of impressive wins. You knock off Arizona, you uh, knock off Missouri, and now you're in the Sweet 16. And this is where you make one of those runs. If you get another win, all you want to do is have somebody talk about your program. Although there was a really funny line from Nicole Arbach, who uh, writes for uh, The Athletic. She said, oh, can't wait to see all of those kids who now want to go to Princeton because Princeton's uh, you know, winning in the tournament. Yeah, good luck. That happens sometimes. You'll see a team do well, a school do well, and you go, that's where I want to go to school. No thought of what you're going to major in. It's like, hey, Alabama's winning in football. I'm going to go to Alabama. That's what Paulie did, or at least tried to. Sure, I applied there because I heard you got like free <laughs> football tickets. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. This hour's program brought to you by Mercedes. Mercedes-Benz SUV, the uh, chance to go in and uh, set up a test drive, your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. All you have to do is download the app and you can watch this program. And our radio affiliates, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, and nearly 400 cities around America. Operator Tyler standing by to take your phone calls. There's always those storylines you're watching, and then there's a, a subset of that storyline. The Kentucky situation is interesting because it felt like John Calipari was on the warm seat, if maybe not the hot seat this year. They end up losing yesterday to Kansas State. And John Calipari has the number one recruiting class coming in. He has the number one player in the country coming in. He recruits himself out of trouble, it feels like. Because you know, normally you win and to get out of trouble. He recruits because you're like, oh, if, if you know, he leaves, then what are we going to do? You know, is he going to take the recruits with him? Well, here is uh, Coach Cal on the expectations at Kentucky this season. Do you empathize with sort of the sense of frustration that uh, I'm sure some Kentucky fans are feeling right now about kind of where things are? I, I have empathy. You know, I, I understand what this program's about. And uh, I think, again, that's what makes it what it is. And that's why I tell players this isn't for everybody because the expectations are so high. 
And um, the same with coaching. It's not for everybody. This thing is, there's, there's a high expectation level, and it is Kentucky. You put that on, the other team's going to play out of their minds, and they're going to play like they have nothing to lose. And that means you got to play that way. He puts the blame on the players, basically. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I can tell them play hard. I didn't tell them to get out-rebounded. I didn't tell them to not hustle. <laughs> he's like, ask them. I can only, you know, there's only so much I can do. And, and he's right about that. But we don't want to hear that from a coach. You know, usually you're going, hey, we, we got to play harder. You put the loss on me. <laughs> coach Calipari's not that way. He's like, go ask them. I told him make their shots. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, he he's kind of counter in his like even at halftime. Like I didn't tell him not to guard the three. You know, who told him not to guard the three? I, we practice all week to guard the three. Yeah, he had this moment last night too, John Calipari, where he was uh, the game was in like the last minute of the game, and there was another foul call, and he, I don't think agreed with the way the game was being officiated, mm. and he just stood there. <laughs> right in front of the ref, uh, clapping the most sarcastic clap I've ever seen. Well done. Good yeah. job. <laughs> Buddy's got a great recruiting class coming in. Yeah, Paulie. But but does a guy like John Calipari get out before they get him out, or it, it doesn't work that way? Like, you can't leave when you have the number one recruiting class, but this, if you were ever going to leave, should be the time he leaves, when it's still his choice-ish. I would want to coach the those recruits coming in. But if you bow out early next year, it's worse than this. Well, year. he's the. But you know, some of these recruits are going to be gone next year. Right. What is it, DJ Wagner? I mean, he's a one and done. He's going to leave his car running in the parking lot. Yes, yeah. He's not even going to have a library card. But I, I think I don't know what Coach Calipari is facing there, at Kentucky, other than the expectations of what he has built. That every year you expect them to bring in great talent and make a run in the tournament, but. You know, in all honesty, when you look back, nobody's had more talent and done less with the talent with the bottom line of winning championships. Because when Coach Cal comes on the show, he tells us how many billions of dollars his players have made in the NBA. And there's a famous line about Calipari that he says, hey, I'm not here to win championships. And he's right. He's only won one. But his job is to bring these kids in let them play one year because that's what you have to do to go into the NBA and then get you into the NBA, get you as ready as possible. But you're going to bring in another highly recruited, highly uh, touted recruiting class here, and the expectations are going to be even higher next year than this year. Yeah, Paul. Imagine if you're a local kid, like you said, I wanted to go to Alabama to watch football. Imagine if you went to Kentucky and half the reason was to watch a basketball team. If, if you started there four years ago, no tournament. They missed the tournament. They bowed out in the first round. They bowed out in the second round. They've had one NCAA tournament victory in the past four years. That's hard. To, almost hard to do. Yeah. With that much talent. Usually those Kentucky teams usually win a couple, and then they bow out in the final eight or 16. Yeah, see. But his, right, his record in the tournament is something like 57-20. and 20. Or whatever. So, and even with I know going into this tournament, I think it was thirty-two and ten with uh, Kentucky under Calipari in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. That's so. The expectation is the next guy do better than that. Yeah. By the way, uh, looks like Rick Pitino has a new job. He was at Iona, got them to the tournament again. Let me uh, hit the wayback machine because it was almost a year, uh, two years to the day 
Two years to the day that uh, Rick Pitino said this on the show. I know that you're on record as saying you're going to retire at Iona, right? Yep, 100%. If Indiana called, would you listen to Indiana? I've had a few calls from people about, and I'm not saying Indiana, about other situations, and I told them, look, I'm, I'm honored, I'm complimented, uh, but I, I, you see, Dan, when, when the president and the athletic director flew over to Iona, I tried to, because he was the, uh, he was the president of Transylvania, a small school right next to the University of Kentucky. I tried to explain to him what went on at Louisville and how I had nothing to do, and he, he interrupted me, wouldn't let me go 10 seconds more and said, Coach, We've already spoke to all Kentucky officials. We spoke to the Louisville AD. We spoke to seven players you coached at each school. That We have already done our homework. We wouldn't have flown 16 hours here if we didn't do our research. So don't even bring it up again. We want you to be our coach. When he said that uh, I wasn't sure I was going to take the job, I immediately knew in my mind. I was with my son, uh, my nephew, and my niece and, um, in Madrid, and I immediately uh, knew I was taking that job. So I have no interest in any place, anywhere. Um, would I like to someday go back to the EuroLeague and coach there again? If, if I own a rent, yes, I would. But outside of that, it's just retirement. All right. Well, coach is now headed to St. John's, it looks like. And I get it. Look, but you box yourself, you know, in a corner here when you say, hey, this is the only place I don't like. I understand you want to say all of those things when Iona brings you in. I can't imagine coaching any place else. Okay, but you got to leave a little window here. You're a coach. You're a coach. This is Rick Pitino. I, I blame you, Dan. You can't ask a coach if this is his last stop. <laughs> well, you, that's a flawed question. Well, <laughs> call me flawed then. Uh, yeah, Marv. Do you really think in his mind he really thought this was it? Like, look, I'm lucky to have this job at Iona. No, 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 no. No, because you want to continue to, to be great. And, he, and he's a, a great coach. We all know that. But you get to a point where you're going to be attractive to these other schools. Because Georgetown, St. John's, some of these openings are going, well, do we take a chance on somebody younger or somebody we know who can come in and get us to the tournament? I mean, you're pretty much guaranteed that you're going to be a winning program. Now, this is a big challenge for him to take over St. John's. But if you bring St. John's back, now, I don't know if you could bring it back to the Louis Carnesecca days, but if you bring him back and you own the city, boy, that's a big, big, that would be a great accomplishment for uh, Patino. But he was in Greece. He went over there to coach. He couldn't coach here. He was toxic. Now, here he is, back. And then, perhaps... Going to St. John's. Yes, Eden. It does still seem so crazy that with the history of basketball in New York City, there should be a college powerhouse there. Yeah. There really should be. Yeah. As much as they love college basketball. Yeah, Marv. I feel the same way about DePaul. Like in Chicago, wait, you don't have better players? Paul could speak to that better than I could. It's been a long, long time. But the fact that you have all these guys, the best yeah. player in Chicago normally is probably an NBA talent level player. And that sure. even th- DePaul's not even in their top five. Yeah. But those guys aren't staying. They're going to, you know, Duke or Illinois, any place but DePaul. But that's when you had Ray Meyer and you had, you know, some great, great players. Aguirre and Terry Cummings and made tournament runs and number one seeds. But that's a long time ago.
You have to go back, you know, 40 years ago. Yeah, Paul. You know, it's, but, you know, there, I can find articles from a few years ago say, wow, what a, what a sad way to end in 2017, 18 at Louisville. But then his lawsuit, you know, his firing was changed into a resignation. He settled. He didn't take any money, but he they declared it like it was not a firing. Can you believe that I, if you would have said that this guy's going to have another act or acts plural, no one would have bought that four years ago, Rick Patino. Well, now you don't have to worry about, you know, money because that was brought up too. that, you know, how much did you pay this recruit? A five-star recruit. Well, you can do that now. That's not a big deal. Now, there's other things that Patino has been involved in, like uh, after hours at his restaurant that you don't want your coach to uh, be involved in. But there's, you know, it, it's not smooth <laughs> around the edges there with Rick. But he can coach. He he's you know could be on the short list of top coaches in in uh, basketball history. NBA and college basketball. He is that good. And if you go back to what he did at Providence, when he had that really small lineup, Billy Donovan was on the team, and he is one of the first coaches to take advantage of the three-point shot. And he had a tournament run. He's just a, a, a brilliant basketball mind. And with what he did at Louisville, you know, he, he knows how to coach. He did that at Kentucky. He know, you know, I remember going to Kentucky when Rick was there and they had just come off uh, probation. They won 13 games. I think they went 13 and 13. And I thought it was an unbelievable coaching job. 14 and 14? Yep. 14 and 14. And uh, Jamal Mashburn, I, and I went down there to do a story on what he did. Was able to you know, breathe life back into a legendary program there. But it uh, looks like he is headed to St. John's. Is that official? I don't think the paperwork's been done. He hasn't been introduced in any way, but it was hours after the game, less than three hours after the game, it was announced that he was going to St. John's. Okay. I don't think it's done done. you got Notre Dame that's going to be open, Georgetown that's going to be open. I mean, these are all really good jobs. Well, Georgetown used to be. But and Notre Dame, like Mike Bray is stepping down, but he said, I, I'm not retiring. But it's like a, I feel like that's kind of a weird transition there. And he's been there a long time. You've been there over 20 years. All right. Uh, we'll get your phone calls here. And once again, we'll talk to the Princeton head coach, Mitch Henderson, who also is a former player there at Princeton. Man, everybody, if it, you fill out a bracket, you can't go into somebody's house with them telling you, showing you their bracket, and they have no idea about college basketball. I went into, uh, I, I, I was uh, visiting a, a friend and walked by, and uh, her and her husband had their brackets out, and they were watching Kansas State and Kentucky. And they wanted to tell me that they picked Fairleigh Dickinson. And uh, I said, well, awesome. And, and But if you say, well, why? And they go, oh, we just they're a New Jersey school. And I go, okay, I get it. But they want to tell you, uh, Josh Dumel sent me a note late uh, Thursday night. I don't know. He had some, he might have had Furman or something. He goes, I had Furman. I said, you're in last place. Shut up. You know, everybody's got a bracket. All right, let me take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to phone calls here. Best and worst of the weekend. And it's 18 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. 
or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Who had the worst weekend? Purdue? Kentucky? Kansas? Duke? Anybody else thrown in there? Also, do you remember Virginia lost? Virginia actually, it felt like, was a winner this weekend because we forgot that Virginia lost. It's like, hey, we lost, but so did you. Hey, you were a one seed and lost. Like, Purdue doesn't get it to their big man in the final nine minutes. Edie did not take a shot in the final nine minutes. And they kept shooting outside and they couldn't hit anything. I just was like, I I don't understand this. If this is what basketball is now, uh, it's going to be some ugly basketball. Kentucky losing, you know, well, Kansas State was uh, seeded higher. Now, they were a three seed. Kansas without Bill Self. How much does a head coach mean? So Bill Self in there, you know, Hall of Fame coach. 
How many points is he worth? Right? And I wondered about that. Norm Roberts was there, he former St. John's head coach, and uh, you know, Kansas bowing out. Duke was one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team, going into the tournament. Tournament. And I thought, Tennessee can't score enough to beat Duke. And then I realized they didn't need to score because Duke wasn't scoring. But I think Virginia probably was a winner this weekend in an odd way because we're not – Focusing on, man, Virginia lost another to a, you know, a 15 seed. Yeah, Paul. And Virginia now has company in the room with we lost to a 16 seed. They were all by themselves. They were Neil Armstrong, <laughs> whatever the opposite is, landing on the moon, getting taken off the moon. They, now they have company with Purdue. Yeah. Yeah, seed. And Purdue gets hurt even more because of the whole David versus Goliath thing. Not just a one seed versus a 16 seed, but also the tallest team in the tournament against the shortest team in the tournament, and they lost. Yeah. How does he not get any shots up? He's 7-4. There's no big men in college basketball. You would think by accident he could get 10 points, maybe a loose ball, maybe a re- something. He didn't, he didn't get a shot off in the last nine minutes of that game. Yeah, Todd. Pittsburgh has these two twins that seemed heavily involved all game long. They're dribbling the ball. They're taking shots left and right. So how is this star player not able to do anything at all? Well, somebody has to get him the ball. But how does Matt Painter, a very respected coach, how do they not adjust in such a way to find a way to get him the ball more? I don't know. It's insane. I haven't heard anything. I'm sure he was asked post-game, but... I, I was just surprised. There, there's some bad basketball. I mean, it's exciting, but I, I know. Here I am. I get on my soapbox. There's some bad basketball. There are some kids who shouldn't be shooting threes. But they keep shooting. And coaches keep letting them, letting them shoot. Like, okay. Yeah, Paul. I do feel bad for Fairleigh Dickinson because even though they have a colossal upset, they didn't get the week to themselves. They got a day and a half of coverage, which is great, but it kind of fades pretty fast. Like UMBC, you don't remember those players because they didn't advance on. If Fairleigh Dickinson had beaten FAU, which FAU feels like a 16 seed by their name, they would have had the whole week to themselves. Eric Musselman, Arkansas head coach, after the win uh, against Kansas, uh, this is how it sounded on Westwood 1. Give Arkansas so much credit for coming all the way back. I'm watching the monitor right now. Eric Musselman has his shirt off in front of the Arkansas fans leading the fight song. Unbelievable scene here in Des Moines, and what a win. He did that at Nevada, took his shirt off, and, you know, you beat a one seed. I don't know if it's uh, shirt removal worthy. Could you imagine other coaches, big time coaches doing this? You imagine Coach K doing this, Tom Izzo doing this. <laughs> now, Musselman, you know, for his age, looks pretty good with his shirt off. Does I he guess. look good or does he look good for his age? He looks good for his age. What is he, 50? Oh, see, you just complimented him. He's 58 years old. Oh, okay. So he may look better than we think. Here's my theory. Mm. Guys like who are 58 years old who work out like him, he seems like a guy who works out quite a bit, right? Doesn't he probably? He works out quite a bit. Yeah, I think he shaves his chest, too. Chest shaver. Yeah, probably. Okay, so he's into looking pretty good. He never gets the chance to show anybody. 
Except for his wife. Okay, but that doesn't... No, that's not how this works. Does it? Where you go, oh man, I can't wait to show my body off. I don't have any opportunities. This is exactly it. You're not going to the beach with him in summer. Yes, Seton. It's a little bit of the, uh, like... Adam Schefter syndrome. Oh, correct. Yeah, no, I work out. No, you're right. And but just stop there. No, Good I work call. out. No, I work out. And then he took his shirt off on Monday Night Countdown. Yeah, yeah. The producers asked him air quotes. Yeah, to I do know. It. I know. He no, I didn't out. want to do it, but they wanted me to do it. No, you're right. You're right. So Musselman takes his shirt off. Plus the last name, live up to the name. Yeah. Well, I remember when his dad coached. But uh, was you he get, a shirt removal guy? No, he was not. Oh. But I think you have to have muscles to be called muscle man if you're gonna if you're gonna take your shirt off there. But I don't know it's a big win. All I know is when Arkansas wins, we win because Muscleman's wife Danielle Sargent <laughs> always great to see her on oh. camera. You want Arkansas to advance? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. Not necessarily for Eric Muscleman, no. but for Danielle Sargent who worked with uh, me at the mothership. Yes, yes, Todd. Can you wink at it because it's beating a one seed, or do you look at it more like, all right, this is just a trip to the Sweet 16, keep your shirt on? Could you even go so far as to say that's a little unprofessional? There's ways to well, celebrate. Well, what, what are you saying in your passive-aggressive way? I think it's I think it's slightly unprofessional. There are people that dress okay. up in suits and ties and everything, and he's taking his shirt off. I didn't think that was uh, appropriate. Yes, Marv. I don't know what Todd just said, but anyway, <laughs> uh I was okay with it. No, actually, I'm not okay with it, only because he had three McDonald's All-Americans coming in. They kind of underachieved during the season. Okay. So you got all those guys coming in, and you're an eight seed. Nah, you should have been higher than that. You guys shouldn't even been playing Kansas at this point. Okay, all right. Bloop, bloop. Yes, yes, uh, Seton. See, the only reason I don't like the shirt off thing is because if you just won the whole tournament, I get it. But now you're going to play UConn. And if I'm the Yukon like section or whatever, the first chant I have is "Put your shirt on." Oh yeah, put your shirt. You know what I mean? You're just feeding the crowd all of this. Stuff. Okay, but does Danny Hurley, Connecticut coach, take his shirt off if he beats Arkansas? <laughs> not a chance. No way. Really? Uh, Unless yeah. he rips it off in I mean, a fit I of hope, rage. No, I hope <laughs> not. Yeah, more. He rips off Eric Musselman's shirt. No, take no, your no. shirt okay, off no. now, <laughs> since you guys lost. Yeah. Curse word. Curse word. Curse word. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, if Arkansas wins the national title, he's got nothing left unless he goes pants, socks. Take your pants off. But I would be okay with that. He doesn't skip leg day. Who knows? Yeah. It's totally he just wants to show the box. You know what? I I agree with you when you brought up Shefty. Because when Shefty took off his uh, blouse and had all the the chains (laughs) around his neck. That work out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. His blouse. Do you think Musselman did some curls and buys and tries at halftime just in case they won? Mm. Like go in the back room and just let me get a quick set in. He's just thin. Like he doesn't, you know, he he, pro- he just he's not. Like, uh, doesn't have a belly. I saw some abs. Mm. I was really breaking it down. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a there's a Pruder film. Yeah. Rewinding it. See yeah. this? Yeah. See this? <laughs> Traps look good. Okay, uh, Harrison. Pause. Harrison in Arkansas joins us. Hi, Harrison. You got your shirt on? Yes, Dan, I do, and okay. uh, I'm happy to report that uh, last time I called, uh, talked about my my friend joining the Dead Dads Club, and I have not had any more friends recently join that club. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. All right. But uh, I don't have a worst. I have a best. 
Uh, and it's just like you guys have been talking about Eric Musselman. Since he's come to Arkansas, you know, I'm 28 years old, and I haven't seen us make past the second round. So, you know, if he wants to take his pants off in front of live TV, that's okay with me. All right. Well, thank you, Harris. And, uh, there's one for uh, Coach Musselman running around naked if they win. <laughs> like, you have to take your shirt off if you win your next game, don't you? Right? I'm guessing. Uh, Trent in Virginia. Hi, Trent. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. So my best of the weekend's a little snarky. I'm a Virginia fan, so I absolutely loved watching Purdue lose to the 16th seed. <laughs> so... Watching the game, I was so excited. Even though every, you know, Virginia is the only team that's ever lost to a 16 seed in the first round. Every other second, the commentator's saying that. But now Virginia having company is just amazing Woo! to me. Yeah, congratulations, Trent. That's why I thought, in in some bizarre way, Virginia was a winner because now all of a sudden they have company. A number one seed losing to a 16. Uh, John in California. Hi, John. Hey, Dan, how we doing? Great, great. Hey, I've got a best and a worst, and I need some, some advice. Okay. Uh, my best is at Arkansas 1. I'm on the must, must train. Okay. Um, and my, my worst was a commercial from Charles Barkley about Chuck and the Danettes. Um, Chuckettes. Yeah. But I think the, the Danettes are the originals. And that was kind of my worst because I, I need your guys' advice. I'm, I won an AARP contest. I know that's one of the guys' favorite groups. Um, and it was a wish of a lifetime. I'm going to the Final Four in Houston with my 40-year-old son for the first time I've ever been to it. I played for Arkansas over 50 years ago on the last uh, freshman team and, and lettered on varsity. But I need some advice. What should I do at the Final Four special? Oh. Uh, by the way, congratulations, John. Um, what did, what should he do at the fi- the final four? Kind of takes care of it it's, of itself. It, it's just an event. And walking around downtown Houston, uh, you're you're going to s- stumble into things. Yeah, Paul. The final four is like a sweatsuit convention. Yes. Every assistant and head college <laughs> yes. basketball, Bellarmine, UTEP. Arizona State, they all walk around flying the colors, and it's head-to-toe sweatsuit, yeah. usually like an Under Armour hat or a Nike hat or whatever the sponsor is, and you walk around talking, angling for other jobs. That's all the assistant coaches are angling for better jobs. Grown men wearing warm-up suits, track suits. And, and this is all day, every day that they do that. And if you go into a hotel lobby, it's just full of coaches. Wall-to-wall. Yes. Assistant coaches. It, it is a smorgasbord of, uh, of coaches there, just walking around in their shiny suits, track suits. Yeah, see. But there is something to be said that once you hit that level of, well, my team or school gives me these track suits, and they are pretty comfy, why would I dress in anything else? Okay. You, you travel a lot, you're moving around, doing whatever, but you yeah. get to wear this stuff, fly the flag. Yeah. I'm good. Maybe we should get DP show uh, track suits. So oh. when we travel, we just we look like a basketball team. <laughs> no, we would not look like but a basketball team. We just team. all have bellies and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> James in Virginia. Hi, James. 
Oh, thank you for taking my call, brother. Happy Monday, DP, Dan Nets, man. Salute the commander, guys. What a fantastic weekend of basketball, man. Have I told you about my bracket, DP? Oh, no, oh, I'm no. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jump right into my worst, man. Purdue got to be the worst. I thought that E.D. man could have been a, the shack of ba- uh, college basketball this year. But, uh, man, it, it was a dud, man. FDU just completely outplayed them. I will say it was exciting basketball, but I feel like the games have been kind of low scoring, a lot of low, like, 50, 60-point games, man. It was pretty crazy. And I'm just going to jump right into my ultimate best this weekend. I was driving around, man. I was listening to Fox Sports Radio over the weekend, man. And up on game comes on DT. And all of a sudden, man, in their lead intro promo to their show, Lo and behold, is James from Virginia, my boy, <laughs> is on the lead to their show, man. I can't believe it. And I, I told Tyler, man, all the grace and all the praise go to UDP, man, because you've given me the love and the support. I don't know how that happened, but I know it doesn't happen without without you, sir. So you guys have a great day. Thanks for taking my call, Solution <laughs> Commander. Oh, we love James in Virginia. Yeah. We do. Every time he comes on, I look at Marvin because Marvin, for a little while, was answering phones here, and he thought that he was talking to a fellow brother when James would call in. Yeah, Marvin. Oh, there's just nothing better. Hey, hey, good morning, brother. Hey, good morning. Hey. I was like, oh, man, happy Black History Month. Oh, they're keeping you down. They're never keeping me down, brother. I hear that. Okay, I really didn't say happy Black History Month. It's a joke, but still. I was like, all right, I'll see you at the meeting later, all right? All right. Man, he looked up on the look, and I was like, wait. It's too black. That can't be him. Oh, it is him. When James sent a video in and he was with two other guys, so he's flanked by two other guys. They were uh, black guys. And and Marvin's like, which which black guy is James? And James started talking and Marvin was like, James is white. And I go, (laughs) wasn't just Marvin. (laughs) (laughs) Because when I saw the video come up in my head, I was like, oh, damn it. They put up the wrong video. (laughs) That's true. I know. Like, what what happened? I thought they were going to do James of Virginia. That's a white guy. (laughs) Hey, what's up, fellas? Whoa. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like the end of the sixth sense. Yeah. Yeah. Ruined the ending. Yeah, Marv. Uh, James is just one of my favorites because – He's not trying to be anything he's not. This is how he talks. This is who he is, and I love it. He's not even a pretending. He's not doing anything, you know. I, I got to bring him to the cookout. Oh, I'm sure he's been to some. I'm sure he's like, no, no, raisins and potato salad. Ew. I'm, I'm sure he'll give me some pointers. Wait, who's the white singer who just passed away? Oh, Bobby Caldwell. Yeah, Bobby Caldwell. James is the Bobby Caldwell of, of callers. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Right? Yes. Right here with- Wait, he's white? Yeah. All right, Play of the Day is up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. 
I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is called play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Ricky Council the fourth might have to be the guy with his red headband scanning the horizon. Right of the lane, crossover, dribble, into the lane, turnaround, jump for two is good. It's a tie game, 140 to go. That's a tough shot, Rob. There's only one way to describe that shot. NBA right there by Ricky Council. Arkansas has defeated number one seeds in each of the last two tournaments. Gonzaga last year, Kansas over the weekend. That's courtesy of Westwood One Radio. That's your play of the day. You still overpaying for a razor in this economy? Doesn't make sense. Dollar Shave Club. Get a top shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the commercial. All right, more phone calls, best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. We will uh, give you hours coming up. 
NFL free agency still ongoing, and as of right now, no interest for Lamar Jackson. Although, there was a report that uh, says surprise AFC team may have interest in Lamar Jackson. And I thought, okay, I don't know if it's a report other than, uh, hey, keep an eye on this. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN uh, reporter, said on SportsCenter yesterday, Lamar Jackson has yet to receive an offer sheet. Teams may wait until the NFL draft, see if they get the quarterback they want, and if they don't, then maybe there'll be other teams interested in Lamar Jackson. Well, the potential, once again, potential wild card is the Patriots. Okay. I think you're going to find out if the Colts get who they wanted for. If not, you know, what's Carolina doing? Who's going to be left over? Jets are getting Aaron Rodgers. But if you said New England had Lamar Jackson, you got my attention now. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're still waiting to see if somebody is going to pony up that money. I still don't know if you say, we'll give you two first-round picks. Uh, we have to give you two first-round picks. Can I get Lamar Jackson for less than the $240 million guaranteed? Can I do a, a three-year deal? Could I do something that is, has a little bit more fiscal sanity than here it is, it's all out there. I mean, they got in with Cam Newton late, and you know Cam was not the Cam of uh, Carolina. But I don't think, I mean, I think Belichick would love to devise some fun things for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, see I'm not saying I don't believe that, but doesn't it kind of always feel like whenever there's no movement on something like, hey, isn't it weird? Nobody's interested in uh, X player. Well, I'm hearing the Patriots might be. They always get thrown into these stories. That, well, not like the Cowboys do. And, and the Lakers always get thrown in. Yeah, but if, it feels like, right. So there's, there's teams, yeah. though, that are sort of used to maybe drum up interest. Like, whoa, wait a minute. If Bill Belichick's looking at this guy, then he must be good. Maybe we should take another swing. Well, I don't know if somebody's saying, hey, uh, let me give you some information, try to drum up, you know, some kind of competition here. Oh, Belichick's interested? Now we better sign him? Or we're the Colts? Hey, maybe we should go after Lamar. I mean, if it takes that, then you got some idiots who are running these football teams. Maybe, but right now Lamar Jackson has zero interest, including from the team that he plays for. So, yeah. Uh, somebody's got to figure out something to get something moving. Yeah, right? and, and the tough part with Lamar Jackson, there's no negotiating. It's two first-round draft choices this yeah. year and next year, which makes it even tougher. There's no wiggle room for like a couple seconds or anything like that. I don't think the franchise tag rule allows for negotiation in any way. Even even if the Ravens said, we'll take a one in two seconds. I, well, I, no, I have to give you the two first-round picks. Right, which makes it even harder for this trade to happen. But I have to then offer you a contract, and then the Ravens have to decide if they want to match that. I mean, it's tricky, but, but they, they want to keep the players with these teams. But I'm surprised that nobody is interested in Lamar Jackson. And maybe it's just, you know, if you couple everything together, i got to give up two first-round picks, and then I have to give you all that money. Do I want to do that? Is, is that riskier than what Cleveland did with Deshaun Watson? Lamar Jackson's got a track record far greater than Deshaun Watson, but Lamar has been injured. It's like Odell Beckham Jr. Nobody interested in OBJ. Cowboys went out, got Brandon Cooks. Okay, I guess that takes them out of the OBJ sweepstakes here.
Would I take OBJ? Sure, if I'm Dallas, but I'm not going to. What, what do I have to pay him? And I think there was a report for $20 million. Maybe Mike Florio had that, and then OBJ said no, but it's not $4 million. So it's somewhere between $4 million and $20 million that he wants to get paid. All right, you've had two ACLs. One ACL is enough at that age, at that position. you got two. Would I bring him in as my second receiver? You know, sort of like what the Rams did? Yes, absolutely. But I'm not going to be paying more than, you know, $8 million for him. I would have it incentive-laden if I could. Yeah, Paul. Brandon Cooks is still a nice player. Two years ago with Houston, with Lamar, when he was with Deshaun Watson, he had 90 catches and six touchdowns. Yeah. Cowboys would kill for that. And you're probably getting at what? Probably, he's probably going to get like $6 million or something. I, who knows? But like that guy is a, a cheap version, a non-dramatic version of Odell Beckham. It's not spectacular, but give me, give me 75 catches. He's like Emmanuel Sanders. You know, where you go, all right, all right, decent. Not a number one guy, two guy. But I, th- you know, I, I was just surprised. I thought the Cowboys, I thought Jerry Jones professed his love for OBJ. It was, you know, a matter of fate accompli. Yes, he. It is funny that they went with like two completely different personalities. One is yeah. a larger than life superstar, and the other one is a guy who barely speaks, just keeps his head down, yeah. does his work. And he's been traded more than any other player in. League history? I think it's tied, tied fourth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, four times, rather, he's been traded. You, you normally don't have trades in the NFL. He's been traded four times. One hour in the books, two more to go. More phone calls coming up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 